Please be advised that on Wednesday, May 26th from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., there will be a building and, Buildings and Grounds Subcommittee meeting held through remote participation via Zoom. Pursuant to Governor Baker's March 12, 2020 order suspending certain provisions of the Open Meeting Law, General Law, Chapter 30A, Section 18, and the Governor's May 15, 2020 order imposing strip limitations on the number of people that may gather in one place, this meeting of the Memphis School Committee will be held via remote participation to the greatest extent possible. Specific information and general guidelines for remote participation by members of the public and or parties with the right and or requirement to attend this meeting can be found on the City of Medford website at www.medfordma.org. For this meeting, members of the public who wish to listen to watch the meeting may do so accessing the meeting link contained herein. No in-person attendance of members of the public will be permitted, but every effort will be made to ensure the public can adequately access proceedings in real time via technological means. In the event that we are unable to do so, despite best efforts, we will post on the City of Medford community media websites an audio or video recording transcript and or comprehensive record proceedings as soon as possible after the meeting. The meeting can be viewed through Medford Community Media, Comcast Channel 22, Verizon Channel 43 at 5 p.m. Since the meeting can, will be held remotely, participants can log or call in by using one of the following links. Um, Medford Public Schools is inviting you to schedule a meeting, um, HTTPS, uh, MPS 02155-org.zoom.us backslash J backslash 913601567788, enter media ID number 913-6015-6778, or you can try calling, enter one of the numbers um, with your mobile phone or landline, uh, 1-312-626-6799, that's one of the numbers. Um, enter the meeting ID number 913-6015-6778. Additionally, questions and comments can be submitted during the meeting by emailing kkretz at medford.k12.ma.us. And my name is, my last name is spelled K-R-E-A-T-Z. So K-K-R-E-A-T-Z at medford.k12.ma.us. Um, the email, you must contain your first and last name, your Medford Street address, your questions or comments. And so we're ready to begin. Um, I'm going to, you know, of course, start with welcoming everybody uh, for making it today on this very wonderful, warm, hot day. It seems very summer-like today. Um, and so we have a lot of agenda items. So I'm wondering if I could get maybe one of my subcommittee members could just can keep an eye out on the timing to just kind of move this along so that we don't go over the time. Um, so if, if, you know, Paulette or Paul, if you could just kind of keep an eye on it. Yeah. Is time, are we on till 6.30 or to 7? 7. Okay. 7 p.m. And that's what it's posted that way um, at City Hall and on the agenda. Uh, okay. that's, yeah, so we got the updated uh, invite last night um, on that. Okay, just wanted to make yeah. sure. Yeah, no problem. And but if we are end early, it would be okay. Exactly. And that's why, you know, if, if, if we can keep an eye on the time and, you know, okay. I feel... I'll, I'll do that. Thank you. And feel free to move it along. I don't mind at all. Um, and so let's start with the roll call. Um, uh, yes. You want to move along? Motion to adjourn? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we, we can do that too. A little, little too soon. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Yep. So um, I can see that Mr. Russo is here. Mr. Russo? Yes. Here. Okay. And Ms. Van der Kloot? Yes. And Ms. Gretz, I'm here. Okay. So there we go. Uh, three. 
three present, none absent. Okay. So um, I'm ready to begin and I'm going to start. Chad Fallon, Mr. Fallon, he is up first. So I'm going to let you take it away, Mr. Fallon. Go ahead. Good evening, everyone. Thanks for having me. Definitely one of my favorite subcommittees to join because it's a chance for me to brag about all the great things our school's doing. Uh, kind of ironic, I was out in the yard with my son and we were splashing around, but the t-shirt I have on, I don't know if any of you watch HDTV, but um, Demo Day, uh, Chip and Joanna Gaines and that show Fixer Upper. I thought how appropriate <laughs> that I'm wearing this shirt now for, about, for what I'm about to uh, present. So anyways, nice to see you all. I'm gonna share my screen. I also have one of my colleagues on the call, Richard Cormio, electrical instructor extraordinaire. Hey Richard. He's going to jump in um, when we talk about the project in his space. Okay, so similar slide to what I had last time, but I think it's just important to remind people that um, every time we do a project, we take advice from our program advisory council. We just had a meeting last week. We had about over 100 people in attendance, which was really good. We still did it virtually. Um, typically, when we're, when we're in the space, we're able to, um, you know, they're able to make more recommendations on the, the space itself and the equipment. We weren't able to do that this time, but we still had productive meetings. I think it's important to notice, uh, to note at this point in my tenure at Medford Vocational Technical High School, we've invested over $1 million into the school. And that's gone into almost every one of the programs that I oversee. And that includes grant funding, private donors, and uh, money from our regular operating budget. So I'm really proud to say that our total investment over four years has been over $1 million to enhance the programs in our space. And we're really proud of that. So update on projects. We, um, were, well, whenever I present, I always have an issue with my screen here. There we go. So the former cosmetology, our, our next project happening now is the former cosmetology space downstairs on the first floor will be converted to the new graphic design program. As the students were removing the ceiling from that space, we noted that we noticed that there was some potential issues we wanted to have looked at. So John McLaughlin and his crew um, were there to help us. He's, he's had some engineers come in and we're waiting on some quotes for some work that needs to be done before we close up that ceiling again. Nothing major, but it's still something that needs to be looked at for some structure. We wanna make sure that everything is structurally sound. So with that said, as soon as that's done, hopefully this year we'll be able to maybe do a week or so before summer and then we'll be starting that first off in the fall. Exterior work that we've done over the last few weeks is we've redone our landscaping in the front of the school. We've repaired a very large cement uh, break that was at the walkway. I'll show you pictures in a minute. We've built a new house in electrical and I'll have Rich Cormio talk about that when I have the pictures. Um, basically, this is 12 additional student work booths. As you know, electrical is always one of our most um, highly sought after programs. And in an effort to make sure students have all that they need to be, you know, to be successful in this program, we've added 12 additional booths and Rich has designed another house. So in the, in the program, if you've been in there, there's what we call the house, which students actually will wire a kitchen, a, a living room, a dining room, and, and um, I'll let Rich describe that more, but we've built a second one with carpentry. Recap of this year is we did complete the cosmetology salon. We'll have a ribbon cutting for that in the fall. We completed the renovation of the programming and web design shop, and we've built additional storage in Bistro 489. Each one of these projects was done by students. Still left for this year is we're building picnic tables for Bistro 489 for the deck, and we're gonna have um, umbrellas in them as well. 
that's our last project of the year. And then the last thing we're doing with CCSR is we're gonna be installing a micro pantry outside of our front door. So here's some pictures. I'm super proud of this. Um, this was a long time coming. The front of our school needed a facelift big time. So this was a combination of efforts. It was our construction and craft laborers students, our carpentry students. They were able to um, kind of design how we wanted it to look. They, I told them what I wanted. I said I wanted some different height. I wanted some low growth and I wanted things that weren't gonna be so dependent on water um, because you know, not everyone's always there. So I'm really proud of the way that came out. This was a project that was amazing. Um, our cement sidewalk in front of the school was falling apart. And to have this done by an outside vendor would have cost thousands of dollars, but this was right up. Um, I mean, this, this was just right up our alley, especially the construction craft laborer students. So they were responsible for, we rented a couple extra jackhammers and we jackhammered everything out of that space, dug it out and prepared it for new cement. And then we had the um, cement mixer truck came and, and dumped it. And these are just a few pictures of what the kids took part in. They were so excited. These, uh, this like a couple of weeks of this project, there was so much excitement. Of course, you know, a little bit of less excitement inside the office as I'm trying to be on a Zoom call and I have five jackhammers going off, but still that's Vogue-Ed, you know, it was great. It was like a, just a day in the life. Um, so this was a group project for sure. I think my favorite part was the picture on the left. I was out there watching them with this, this float that they were using to make it all smooth. And then they um, went in with a special tool when all was said and done to make it look just perfect. And there's what it looked like before. And here's what it looks like now. Pretty professional, if you ask me. Wow, beautiful. <laughs> in Bistro 489, one thing that was, that was not built when the space was constructed was storage. And the only storage they had was a walk-in freezer and fridge and like a very small dry storage area. So if you remember, when you walk into the restaurant from the school, along that right side of the wall was just dead space. So I kind of came up in my mind with, let's just put up a wall, let's do some barn doors. And that's all I had to say for Mark Lumino, my carpentry teacher and his students to say, okay, we got this. I said, barn doors, that's all I want. Next thing I knew, they had Harvey doors ordered, they had a wall designed and they had a wall up within a couple of weeks. Um, and now that this picture was before it was painted, but now it matches beautifully, looks great. You'd never even know it wasn't there. So now that's really an additional piece of storage for the shop. Mr. Cormio, please take it away. How you doing everybody? So we found out uh, that our program has expanded. Next year, we'll probably have around 60 students uh, total. So we needed more space. Right now, uh, the amount of workspaces we had was about 45. So uh, I asked the carpentry uh, folks to help us out. They had a student who was very interested in uh, CAD. So he designed the new house, which is similar to the old house with a couple of changes. Um, what you're looking at there is the upper left-hand corner is during construction, how they built the walls and had to keep them in place. Uh, you see the students uh, working up on the upper right. And then in the center there is uh, one of the designs that uh, Adam Burns and I worked together on. We wanted to give the students an uh, example of wiring in metal studs because, you know, when you work in industry, it's not all wood. Sometimes there's metal involved. So we had the carpenters build a metal stud wall. But really the focus of this and the thing I'm really most excited about is uh, we're going to teach the students how to fish wires into old homes. So what you're looking at on the left is a corner that we uh, put sheetrock. Then there's a piece of plexiglass, another piece of sheetrock, more plexiglass, and then sheetrock that goes down the wall. And the students will learn how to cut a hole into the sheetrock 
and they'll be able to see how a snake goes through a ceiling because there's uh, joists and there's, uh, there's strapping up there. And that's what the plexiglass is for, so they can see what happens to the snake when it's in the ceiling. And then they'll cut, come down and, and go into the uh, switches. So I think that this is going to be something unique. I haven't heard of anybody else doing this. And I think that um, Adam and I have built something here that's going to be pretty neat. Another good feature is we left one of the rooms wide open, and the same student who likes CAD designed a kitchen. And next year, when we get back to school, one of our lesson plans will be how to wire a kitchen because it's a big part of the industry. It's one of the best money makers electricians have, to be honest with you. Uh, there's usually about nine circuits involved, and everything will be to scale because they, it's big enough to be a real kitchen with a stove and a refrigerator and all that. So, uh, And he has put on the print where those things are going to go. And this will really teach the students um, the things that are in the National Electrical Code that have to do with the kitchen, uh, how to wire a stove, how to wire a refrigerator, because it's a little different. And it'll be something that they're uh, going to really enjoy when they, when they get to do it. So we're very excited about this. And now we have all the space we need for our incoming students uh, and the next, next year's freshmen, because that's always where we run into a problem, is when we have all four classes in the shop for long periods of time. Uh, at, at the beginning of the year, it's exploratory. It's not so bad. But when the freshmen choose their shops, like they have for the second half of this year, um, we, have to, um, we have to make sure that we can accommodate them. To make room for this, and uh, actually I get a little emotional about this, we were able to get our old related room back. Uh, we, for years, the electrical program had a related room connected. And then uh, somehow things happened and they took the room away from us. And uh, it, it became the culinary related room. Well, they didn't really need it. And my friend Dennis, who, who did pass away, as you all know, uh, before he left, uh, we had made an arrangement to take that room back because he wasn't using it anymore. He was able to use the conference room uh, for his classroom. So one of the last conversations we had was us taking over that room. And now it kind of feels weird being in there and seeing all this stuff and having to you know, move it out. But anyway, uh, we do have our own classroom back again. That's a huge help because now people can work in the shop while we're working in the uh, in the related room and, and the class doesn't get disturbed by the people using all their tools. So uh, everything's going really well, actually. And uh, I appreciate all the support that you people always give us because uh, without you, we couldn't grow the way we are. We wouldn't have the, uh, the money to be able to afford this. So thank you. Thank you, Rich. Um, and you may or may not be aware that we have asked this year, which is really um, exciting for us. We've asked for an additional teacher in electrical. So we're really, we're, we're stepping up to the likes of the bigger vocational technical high schools in the state. And we're asking for three teachers, which is only gonna enhance the program even more. And, and Rich, I just wanna publicly thank you for your leadership and your dedication to the program, because not only are you a graduate of the program, but you're just somebody I can rely on. And it's nice to have you and, and the kids. You just, you guys are always impressing me with what you do, so great work. That's <laughs> ah, nothing. I know. So that's a brief update of what we've done. Um, I'll take any questions if anybody has them at this point. Kathy? Yes, Ms. Vandekloot. Well, first, I just want to say thank you for the great presentation. Um, it's great to see all of the projects. Uh, I'm particularly excited. I have to say, I think that that new house and, you know, the, um, what you've talked about with the kids being able to learn how to do the uh, kitchen and how to, you know, cut into the, uh, drywall, whatever. It's just fantastic. So really exciting. I can't wait to see it in person. Um, and uh, the, the outside of the house uh, of the school looks uh, by the uh, uh, vocational interest looks so much better. So thank you for, um, thanks for all you do. And I definitely wanted to just say 
the presentation was phenomenal and um, all the projects that are going on um, with all the different programs, the construction, craft labor and the carpentry students working together on the um, outside project with the cement. That is unbelievable. It looks beautiful. The landscaping, um, it looks wonderful and very exciting to hear about the electrical program expansion and the collaboration with the students working on CAD and um, you know, just that's so interesting that we're going to be the first to actually be part of um, wiring and teaching the students how, you know, to fish, you know, the wires through and to be able to see it. That is so exciting and so unique. It's it's wonderful. Um, I Everything you just shared today is, is unbelievable with everything that's already um, completed at the vocational school. It's just it's it's looking beautiful. <laughs> um, yep. Thank you. Oh, yeah, thank thank you. you. Yes. Thank you. Um, yeah, this is all very exciting. And I know my son absolutely loved the rotation this year through electrical as a ninth grader. Um, I have a question about, um, I, obviously I'm not an electrician, but um, are there any specialized things in the electrical program related to, um, you know, solar and car chargers and all of those things that I think of as new, but if you're an electrician, they're just electricity, I'm sure. But is there anything that in our program for those, or is there a need for something like that? So the as far as the solar panels go, we don't really get into that much because what we found out is they don't really use apprentices for those jobs. When they need an apprentice, they go out and hire a carpenter and call that person an apprentice so that they can do the work of putting the panels. I'm sorry, my grandson's crying in the background. They can do the work of putting the solar panels up on the roof. So we do Got introduce it. them. We have a couple. We show them to them. Um, what was the other thing you asked about? Um, yeah, uh, electric vehicle. Oh, yeah. So we, a couple of years ago, we installed a uh, charger. Yeah, uh, I use it. The, yeah, there you go. So we installed that a few years ago with the help of the city. They had a, a grant. And if they get another grant, we'll, we'll do that one also. And actually, the other day, I did take them all out there to show it how it works and uh, show them how to calculate the kilowatt hours. I think they charge you 25 cents a kilowatt hour. So we went over all that and we... Uh, we are going to add to our program a little bit more about that because the mandate saying that the gas engine vehicles will be gone in you know ten or twenty years or so. So uh, and there's a code rule now that you have to put an outlet in for a car charger. So yes, we are covering that. Cool, thank you. We're also doing uh, voice and data work. Uh, when we built the new robotics program, it was the first time the school had let us install the the Cat Six data wiring, and the kids installed sixty six points, uh, which is one hundred and twenty punch downs. And there were two mistakes when they when they came to certify it. There were two mistakes out of that whole thing. So uh, yeah, we're trying to expand as much as we can. We're trying to keep up with the times. Thank That's you. That's great. Yep. I especially liked right after the um, the electric car charging station. One of my favorite days was when Miss um, Alicia Hunt, the you know our director of energy and environment, came to use it, and it was taken by a car that was not being charged. That was fun. I was yeah, yeah. so thrilled that day. So sorry again, Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> Any Are other any questions for me? Okay. Thank Let's, you guys. Yeah, would you be able to share the um, presentation um, with us via email? Sure, I'll um, do that right now. Yeah. Thank you so much. I really appreciate thank it. You. And thank you both, Mr. Comio. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Mr. Fallon, for being here. And um, always enjoy hearing about all the projects going on. Thank you. Thanks. Um, so next we have uh, Mr. McLaughlin and um, 
it's so agenda night on number five, Medford High School front entrance, letter sign and walkway. So at our last meeting, we discussed in great detail that, you know, it would it was recommended by the superintendent that it's very difficult to know where the front entrance of the school is. We need an official main entrance with a sign designating the front entrance. And I and I know, you know, there's been some talk that, well, that we're going to have the visionary committee form, but even in the short time, it's very important that we have an official sign on Medford High School, you know, to just note Medford High School. So um, at our last meeting, we asked John if he can get us estimates and some sign pictures. So we got a collection of, we got an estimate, which I will share that right now. Um, one moment, I'm just going to get that open. And I did share with everybody via the um, email. Yeah, I'm just going to go to the area where I have to just quickly open up the, the estimate. Okay, while we're doing that, um, John, did you want to maybe just go over anything while I'm just locating that estimate? Hi, sorry. Yeah, uh, no as problem. usual, our house is busy as well. Um, so basically what I did is I did, I, I brought in a, co a company to uh, do a little bit of design work um, and try to get some pricing information on, uh, you know, obviously signage for, uh, for the front of Medford High School. And I was kind of, I, I was actually surprised at the, uh, at the pricing information. I thought that it was, uh, you know, I thought it was a lot, but um Anyways, it really looked good. Um, I just figured it to use it as a starting point uh, to uh, push forward or whatever, not push forward or just, just a starting uh, uh, starting point for, um, for a sign at the high school. And I just put the estimate up on the screen right now. So... Yeah, so that's that's one of them. There was, I think, there was a there was a few of them because they were done by uh, obviously by uh, by yeah, design. And, so yeah. I had initially told him to you know give me uh, a few different scopes at a few different price points. So they're ranging. It looks like from twenty one thousand two fifty and up to up to you know twenty six thousand eight fifty and. And, right. and you had mentioned that, you know, for just well, see those at first, when I, when I had first got the estimates, so those two estimates, and when I had first got the estimates, I, I sent them uh, over to the mayor's office and I, I sent all of it to her, all the pictures. And she looked at them and she liked those two particular signs, uh, which was, I think it was like one in four, I think in the, in the, um, in the estimate. So she liked those ones. And then when we got the pricing back, I, you know, I kind of fell off my chair. So I, I, I went back to the guy and he said the basic sign, uh, Mefford High School basic sign was just going to be probably about, you know, a little over 10,000. Can I ask a question? Yes. yes. Um, and of course, my phone's ringing at this point. But my, my question is, I've just seen the phenomenal work that our students in do, are doing 
uh, at the vocational school. And I'm wondering um, whether there's a way for this project, um, you know, the designing a sign, whether it makes any sense to, to ask Chad, um, and I don't know if Chad's still on his chair, you know, is this, is there between our, our different shops, is this something that, you know, a sign, uh, I, I know there might be a timeline. It, so if the desire is expediency, maybe it takes too long. But I just just wondered um, we did, um, if we explored uh, that at all. I'm sorry. I just can't have my video on at the second. But we did talk about this. John knows we're willing to help. I just, I, we, we felt it was a little bit beyond our scope at this point. So I think that's why he went out for bids. But John knows we'll always do whatever we can to help. I just think it was a little bit outside of our realm. Um, from the lighting perspective or from this, the, from the installation? What, I'm curious what part of the project was the most challenging to you, Chad? Well, because we hadn't, I, I, we weren't sure what kind of letters it was going to be. Was it going to be one sign? So I think it was a little bit unclear at this point. Uh, and uh, so that's all I can say about that. I, 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 okay. I, I think we're, we're always interested in seeing if it fits. And if it fits into what we're doing, we're, perf we're more than happy to help. John knows that too. Oh, absolutely. No, no, no. Chad, Chad, you know, obviously, I mean, he was the good news part of the meeting. I'm the second half with the bad news, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. But uh, yeah, no, Chad, Chad in the, in the, uh, they actually helped us this, this afternoon as well, uh, down by the front entrance. Okay. Getting some mugs for us. So yes, yes. Um, yes. Do you want to like, I guess one of the questions is kind of getting a sense from the committee what we think you mentioned the mayor like number one and four is it possible to put them up right now yes and that's what i was i was just waiting for um um just that conversation to finish up and i'm going to share the next screen one moment let me just click on it i just have to navigate i just have a lot open so i'm going to the area it's, okay i think it's right here okay here it is okay i just have to i'm getting it ready here i'm ready to do it right now here to do screen share. Okay, let's see. Okay, right here. Oh, okay. So, so with the help of Dr. Cushing and Dr. Maurice and Ms. Susie Weiss, today um, they put together this slide presentation, which I'm going to show you right now, and it has the pictures that John McLaughlin shared with all of us in the email. So as you can see um, right now, I'm showing you pictures one and two. Can you see that okay? Can everybody see that okay? Yes. Okay, good, all right. And I don't wanna move along too quickly, so I was just gonna pause it right there for a moment. And now let me move on to um, the next slide. And I can make it a little bit bigger. Let me just see if it might be too small. Let's see. Zoom. I can either be a hundred. Oh, zoom out, zoom in, zoom out. Oh, sorry, wrong zoom. No, sorry, I keep hitting the wrong one. Making it smaller. Zoom in. There we go. I'm hitting right now. One more time, just to make it a little bit bigger. Okay. This is much bigger. Okay, so as you can see, um, they're, they're, they look very similar, but I think it's just the different font. So here is number one and then number two. 
And this is number three and four. So three and four look very similar. You know what the difference is? Is that the M is in the white on number three and the Medford, like the Mustang M is in the blue background on number four. And then five has the white background. I don't like the white background in the middle. Okay. Okay. That's good. So, but, um, so as part of this, and, and I was going to ask, I don't know if Dr. Cushing was able to help, but what we were going to do was to do a poll, but I'm not sure if, if we're able to do something like that. I know it was very last minute. So I just wanted to ask Dr. Cushing if that was something that we would be able to do, but if not, it's not a problem. Um, it was just something that I thought of um, very last minute. Um, I was at a meeting yesterday and we did a poll and on the Zoom call and it was, you know, it was interactive and I said, oh, well, maybe we could do that for, for this meeting tonight. Um, and there's number six. It's the blue, it looks, you know, with the, with the Mustang traditional. Uh, number seven, this is just the, the standard must Medford High School sign. And then it looks like. Um, you, if you can see that sign, it's cut mm -hmm. out. So that the cement is the letters, just so that if you oh, don't, uh, okay. if you can't see it that well, mm -hmm. so in, ca in case you were going to make your decision, that's exactly how it is. That's the cement. So it's basically just the frame. Oh, oh wow. That's really neat. Mm -hmm. And then it says home of the Mustangs on it underneath. The, on yeah. the mm -hmm. And let's go to number eight. And this one looks very similar to yeah. number seven. I'm it's having, just I'm where having, it says home of the Mustangs yeah. is a little different. It is a little different, just slightly different. A little different. Just, just where it says home of the Mustangs. Oh, ah, yeah. I can see the line goes all the way across on number eight and it, it stops a little bit on number seven. Okay. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, and just be aware too, while we're looking at these, they, they're not lighted signs. Mm-hmm. So just so that you know, there's no, they're, they're not lighted. Not lighted. Okay. But we could shine a light on them. For sure. We yeah. could, yes, we could, you know, add lights on the building somewhere up or below mm -hmm. or uh, below yeah. it or above it or however. Now that, that sign right there is mm -hmm. obviously the etching on the window would be done as well. And then the Mustang pride over the door. Mm-hmm. I don't know uh, on this one, the things that I think it's, um, you've got the horse in two different places. Um, I like the Mustang pride over yeah. the door. Um, but maybe if, I mean, if we're going to use this, this rendition of the horse, then maybe I would do the etching on the window, but have one of the um, planar signs over it. So, uh, I mean, I, I don't understand why we would repeat the horse twice. So I, if I, I could jump yeah. jump okay. in for, um, so this is not an official logo of the Medford right. Public Schools. Mm -hmm. And so like, I think this would be a significant shift. I would, my recommendation would be to stick with the M logo um, that has actually been updated by um, the CTE graphics department. Um, but the other thing too is, I mean, if you wanted to go with something like this, I think that's fine. It's just, it would be more of a significant shift versus what is there now. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is the first five signs that you put up were designed to be backlit by LED. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm not wild about this new logo. Um, what I do like, I, I like, um, depending the home of the Mustangs right over the door is, you know, um, I prefer we stay with our old logo. I like the, I like the old logo. Yes. Mr. Russo. Um, based on the feedback we've been receiving around the school name change, I, I, I'm wondering if we shouldn't find a way to engage the entire uh, community in a poll of some sort and let the, let them choose. Or, I mean, I don't think we can put a logo on a ballot. I don't know that the format of ballots allows for anything other than text, but um, I'm, un- I'm uncomfortable deciding something this important. So I, I disagree with you, Paul, if I may, Miss. Kathy? Yes, Ms. Ms. Mandico, go ahead. Um, I mean, if we were to reconsider naming the high school at some point, that would be when we did a very large, you know, project, if we were going to ever go that way. I think for this one, the idea was simply to get a sign on at the front signage as soon as possible. Um, we see, I mean, involving the whole community to make a decision about whether they like this sign or that sign to me is similar to sort of involving the whole community and whether we want this paint or that paint. Um, I think this is in our purview that we can suggest, you know, we might want to involve all our colleagues or the mayor, whatever, or, you know, but to, to go further than that, I mean, I don't think this is a community issue. I think this is coming up with a, with a good design and getting it up over the door. I don't disagree in principle, but the renaming of the Columbus is absolutely explicitly in the law within our purview. The community disagrees greatly that we should be making such a decision. So um, I don't know where to draw the line, but if it's what's in our authority, then that's fine. So, Paul, we're not renaming the high school. We're putting a sign with the high school's name on it. And so, spending think, far more than we would, we're going to spend on the Columbus renaming. And the principal argument against the Columbus renaming is we can't afford it. Uh, you know, I, I think we could also say that's a can of worms, too. Um, sure. I, I'm just not willing to vote to spend $25,000 on a new sign when there's already signage that isn't perhaps adequate. I'm not going to disagree with that. Um, but um, I, I, I think... If we're going to spend that kind of money after the number of communications we received about spending money on a sign about another building, it, it seems really tone deaf. Um, so the question yeah. will be the, the cost of the, of the, the uh, what we got as bids surprises me that it's so expensive. And I think that's the issue is to say, hey, we like this kind of, this is kind of what we're looking for. How can we do it um, in a less expensive way? You know, can it be done in a less expensive way? I mean, I look at, now, you know, don't the forget. on the vocational school and um, I think it looks pretty good. Um, how was that done? You know. So Dr. Cushing has his hand raised and I just wanted to mention that um, we are in this particular project, we're not renaming the high school. Medford High School doesn't have a sign on the front entrance. There's no, there's no way to find the front of the school because it's not, there isn't a sign. For some reason, when the school was built, 
they just never put a sign up. Um, I had discussed this with uh, John McLaughlin. So what we're doing today in the committee and what we what we spoke of in the last meeting was that we would like to have a sign to designate the front entrance of the Mefford High School. So we asked John McLaughlin to get some estimates. So some of the pictures that I shared were a little bit more in detail, but then we could just go with a simpler sign that just simply says Mefford High School without a logo and just leave it like that. And we could, you know, once, you know, the vision committee is formed in the future, that sign can be taken off and then put in another place in the new high school or the new renovated high school at some time in the future, which might not be for 10 or many years later. So I just wanted to provide that clarification about what we, what what's what we're talking about this you know on this meeting agenda item. But um, Dr. Cushing, go ahead, and then Mr. McLaughlin after that. Yeah. So one of the things that in speaking to a sign installer about this project. One of the complicating factors is the height off the ground um, and mm -hmm. the medium that it's being mounted into. Um, so that's just, you know, a complicating factor that kind of adds to the complexity of being able to do this work. Um, you know, and then if we are to get electricity there, that, you know, could that be something the city electricians could help with to help defray the cost? Could that be something that you know, the CTE students, um, Cormio, who's on the call, might they be able to help us to get to a certain point um, with that power to help defray some of the cost? Um, so those are just some of the things that, you know, the location of the sign and those types of things <clears throat> kind of impact that cost. Mr. McLaughlin? And just, and just to add to it now, that's only one company that's only one designer um, with a bunch of different uh, uh, designs. I mean, there's plenty of companies out there. I mean, you know, we could have graphic arts design a sign and then have it made or see how we could have it made. Or, or like Chad said, maybe the possibility that um, the, the, the students may do it or we can send it out to a sign maker and have it done. I mean, so, there, so that was just basically... Um, I had one company come in, draw up a bunch of schematics just so that we could get an idea or a starting point on where we could go as far as the signage goes and different types of signs. And, and, and I was curious to see what he came up with. And I like some of it and some of it, you know, obviously, uh, you know, it, it's it's not maybe necessarily my taste, but, you know, but that's really it. I mean, we, 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 we certainly have a whole. Uh, 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 way that we can go in, 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 in whatever way we choose to pursue it. But it was just the starting point, I guess you could say. And I know Peter uh, has a company too that he has been in contact with as well. And, you know, so that, I guess that's it. So as, as part of, you know, the, this demonstration, um, I asked Dr. Cush, Dr. Cushing if he could help me with um, just, you know, launching a poll so that we can just get some feedback of, you know, preference for a sign. So, you know, I was going to do that right now. Um, I will click, you know, launch the polling, and then I'm going to screen share again the signs so that everybody can see them again. So um, if you could just bear with me, I'm going to click on launch the polling. And this is just to get some feedback, um, you know, you know, ultimately, um, you know, we'll have to bring this to the whole committee to hear their, you know, what their thoughts are. But this is just, you know, a starting point to get to the next step. So hold on a moment. I'm going to click launch polling. 
Um, okay, so now I'm going to then click um, screen share and go back to the pictures. Okay, so if you, um, everybody, um, can you see the poll that's in progress right now? So I just need to withdraw the co-host permission from everyone so yep. that they can actually uh, vote. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Cushing. Yep. And um, the other thing too, um, you know, the, um, I think one of the things today that might be good is, and uh, maybe that's not the purview of this group, but for us to get a dollar amount that you are comfortable with um, mm -hmm. so that we can start going through and, um, you know, uh, you know, making those uh, types of calls and, um, you know, the, that type of work. Yes, because it, there's, cer there's certainly procurement hurdles as well and, and, and certain amounts of money that we, you know, you can spend, but you need to, um, you know, have three quotes. And so it's a, it's a little bit difficult with a sign because, you you know, you want three quotes for the exact same sign. Well, I, I don't know, uh, it, you know, if, if everybody makes the exact same sign, but it's still procurement rules uh, that we have to follow as well. Excuse me, so Peter, I, sorry. I'm sharing this, the pictures again. Can everybody see nope. the pictures? You're doing, you're doing great. Okay, um, perfect. Okay. Mr. McLaughlin. I'm, I'm going through them pretty quickly, but I'm going to go back up again so you can see them again. And, um, yep. Thinking about what I like, my preference to. <laughs> Wait, which one's that? This um, is number six. Okay. Yeah. I should tell you, this is number seven. This is number eight. This is number nine. Number 10. This is number 11. Can you do one, two, and three again, Kathy? Yes, of course. Here is one and two. They are on the same slide. So one. Very similar. Okay. I have a hard time figuring out which is, I think they're both, in my, the way I look at it, I can see they look the same. And here is four, here is three. Okay, wait, four. I'm for three. Three is right here. Oh, sorry, I went too fast. I clicked off a bit, sorry. Wait, here we go. Three. three has the white background for the logo M. And then four has the blue background, the logo and five has the blue logo background with white from Everett High School. Mm -hmm. yeah. the, then, the other thing is that, so everyone knows is, I mean, you know, there are certain elements that you can mix and match in signs here. So there's some that, as member Van de Kloot said, there's the sign over the door, there's the yeah. applique to the window, um, and then the main sign up on the concrete facade. Mm -hmm. um, so um, in speaking to one of the sign companies, the overwhelming majority of that of all of that would be able to survive any renovation um, in the future or be reapplied. Obviously, the appliques to the windows would be something that would need to be replaced. But what goes up can easily be taken down. It's just there would be, and no matter what you do, there would be a cost um, 
you know, kind of, if you're doing a renovation, the cost would be baked into the renovation as to the cost of taking down the sign. Peter. Yes. Uh, Mr. Russo, what? go ahead. Thank you. Uh, I'm not sure what renovation you're talking about, but I mean, if we if we do a new Potential. high school, okay, if we do a new high school, mm -hmm. I'm not sure $25,000 is part of the conversation. <laughs> uh, I concur. So. Does anybody need me to show the pictures? Um, do you want me to stop the screen share and everybody can take the poll? Can I just see one and two again? Yes, you may. Yep. Let me get up to one and two. Yep. Okay. So here is one on, on top, two on the bottom. On this one, we can only vote for one, correct? It looks correct. like they are the same. Yeah. They look to be the same too. I'm, I'm looking for different. They're a little bit thinner. But yeah, exactly. I think. There's yeah, a little bit thinner. Yes, the font. It must be the font. Yes, I do see it now. What? It's like a, a little bit, you know, a milder font on, on number. It looks like on number two, a little bit more dramatic on number one. Excuse me. Sorry. And then here is three, four, and five. And this is number six. And then this is number seven, number eight, number nine, and number 10. And okay. then, yep. And this is just, I think this was an extra one, number 11. So we just have the 10 of them on the um, poll. Yeah, it would only go till 210. Yeah. Um, yeah. If somebody really loves number 11, I would say uh, I've re-enabled the chat. You can throw it in there. So I'm going to stop the screen share right now. And yeah, I need I, to I see would... six again. Okay, let me do it again. I, I'm looking oh. at the documents we received, so those yeah. are not numbered okay, yeah. the same. Okay, so as... let me do this screen share again. One second. Uh, oh, I'm disabled right now. I'm sorry. Um, oh, Dr. Cushing. On. Yeah, no problem. Should be good to go now. Okay, thanks. Okay, here we go. Oh, um, and what, what what did you want to see again, Mr. Russo? Number six. Number six, okay. And here is number six. Okay, then that wasn't the one I wanted to see. Uh, okay, yeah, number seven, maybe? Okay, this is number seven. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Does anybody else want to see any? I'm not hearing anybody. So I'm going to stop this, the screen share and then I'm going to take the poll myself. Okay, so did everybody get a chance to take the poll? Okay, very good. All right, so, um, and Dr. Cushing, I'll need your help. I, I don't know how to see the results. That's all right. So um, we have we have uh, option two uh, has 17% of the polling. Uh, option six has uh, three, uh, I'm sorry, 50% of the polling. And uh, what I was reading there, option seven has 33% of the polling. Okay. So uh, option six is the winner in this group. Yeah. Um, but, you know, 
Yep. Well, we probably should use ranked choice voting and drop the lowest and have everybody vote again. So option two would be dropped. Option six and, and seven, seven okay. would be uh, there. I'm going to end the polling and go in and create a new one real quick. Actually, I'll tell you what, um, let me launch polling. And I'll bring up the screen share again. All right. So your only choice is option six and seven. All the other choices okay. are there, but for yep. ease, six and seven. Can you show okay. us six and seven? And, and I'm going to do the screen share. Um, Dr. Cushing, could I have permission to the screen share again? And there you go. Thank you. Okay. So we are just looking at, oops, oops okay. Six and seven. Okay. So let's, Take another closer look at number six. Let's spend a little time. Six, I'm gonna go over to seven. So is seven another cutout one? Seven? Oh, okay, uh, Mr. McLaughlin, could you answer that question, number seven? Let me just, uh, could I just look at it real quick? Because if it looked sure. like the cement, if the letters look like the cement, then yeah, that's cut out. So I, I, I can't see it from here. So the in my recollection with the with the one who submitted this sign display, um, that would be, uh, it's cut out. It shows the, um, in the, the concrete behind, and right. there would be an option to add um, LED, blue, white, whatever color you want behind there so it would shine and illuminate kind of like a backlit sign. So the thing about this then is that it's not showing the blue and white colors. It's mm -hmm. showing the blue and the color of the school. Uh -huh. um, it could also be painted behind if you wanted to. Ah. So mm -hmm. you could paint the concrete white mm -hmm. and then that would show through. And here is number six again. Does anybody need more time on these pictures or do we want to just proceed with the, with the poll? Okay. All right, so I'm gonna stop the screen share and if everybody wants to take the poll. And did everybody get a chance to take the poll? Okay, so that's good. Dr. Cushing, go ahead. Nope. I was just going to let you know uh, that 67% of the people on this call voted for option six. Option seven with uh, 43, it is now changed, it is now 57% uh, mm -hmm. and 43%. So, yeah. Okay. Excellent. So, you know, the reason we did the poll was we wanted to kind of narrow down, you know, what type of sign would be preferable for Medford High School. Um, as part of this evening's agenda item, um, you know, as Dr. Cushing said, is that we want to kind of narrow down a price. So we want to have something very similar to what's showing in number six or possibly seven, if we were going to share six and seven with the full committee. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking, you know, in terms of figures, um, you know, like, let's say, 
you know, 15,000. Like, I mean, I, I would like to hear some feedback from my committee members um, to put a sign on Medford High School that would be able to be transferable at some time in the future. You know, would that be something that I could, you know, we could possibly, you know, kind of decide on this evening or 15 to 20? Um, I just, I, I'm not particularly interested in whether it's transferable. Okay. I just also have no interest in renovating the building. So, um, so I don't think that for me would be part of my calculation. Um, and I am not sure if that affects pricing. Um, I also, the subcommittee can only make recommendations that the full committee decides. So I yeah. feel like if there's two options, the, the full committee really should get both options at least. Yep, yep. So I think what what I, I was trying to say, and I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to say that I'm making the decision. I wanna, I wanna make a recommendation to the full committee. So if we, I wanna definitely move this project into the full committee for them to see both number six and seven. And, you know, I guess, you know, we can give the estimate that we currently have that Mr. McLaughlin has received from, I believe it's from white, that was a picture from white lights. Is that correct, Mr. McLaughlin? Yes. Yeah, okay. So nice. we have the estimate from white lights. I'm not sure exactly what, you know, estimate goes with number six and what estimate goes with number seven. Um, would you be able to tell us, Mr. McLaughlin, or would you have to reach out to them and we could get that by the next? I'll, ha I'll have to get um, I'll have to get the pricing information because I think I had one in four at one point, and then I think the basic sign he just told me it was going to be like a little bit over ten thousand. Now just the basic Medford, you know, Medford High School sign. So yeah, so I I can certainly reach out to him. Um, I did have communication with him today. Uh, so I can find out, you know, find out what option six, uh, the price is on op option six for sure. What is the sign made out of? You know what? I honestly, I, I don't really know what the materials are, but that's certainly a question that I can, um, I don't know if it said, said it on the quote or not, if the quote was that in, in, in detailed, but I can certainly find out what the material is. Yeah. Okay, Kathy, we're probably more. It's probably, you know, it seems to me like modern plastics or modern, you know, uh, uh, on that idea. Some of the work that I've seen that they have done. Dr. Cushing? You know, I just had a very enlightened idea uh, basically fly into me. And I was wondering if uh, would it be worthwhile for us to put this out to our student body um, and uh, for us to really, you know, see um you know take a look at the top three vote getters all right and have them really take a look at it and see what they think i, Just I love of, that idea you know yes i think that's wonderful and i happen to know the uh, student outreach coordinator so i would be able to really uh connect with the uh, student body and to see about this is that yes. what you say now you you know yourself that's good that's therapy for you <laughs> um, i would just ask that we doing like the top three are the yeah i i like member vanderkoot i was uncomfortable with the other logo uh and we don't it didn't make our top three so we don't have to get into the reasons um but i think yes oh, yes you Mr. know again, at the same time i i 
you know, I think I think it's worthwhile having a little bit more of a chat, maybe with construction. I mean, with carpentry and electrical and. You know, to me, this is the kind of project we, we can, what letters were done on the vocational school. So I, I think both, I, I think, Peter, I think it's a great idea to involve the students. I think that doing some pictures around the school saying, which one do you like, you know, and um, it would be fabulous. I know it's late in the year, but um, I think that would be really be the best. And I think if there is, you know, a way um, to see if there's, any idea more about how to create the sign without spending that much. And just so that, you know, too, graphic arts could design the whole thing um, mm -hmm. as well. So, I mean, we have options, you know, we do. Yep. Okay. So, um, so for, for this, then we, are we, is there a, like a recommendation to have Dr. Cushing, um, do a poll with the student body with the three top signs. And um, Mr. McLaughlin, would you be able to um, reach out to, um, you know, the carpentry construction craft labor, Mr. Fallon and um, yeah. the, um, you know, graphic arts to see if it would be something that they would be able to do. And, you know, if it's definitely not, then we still have, you know, the sign estimate that we got and then once we gather all that information, um, right. you know, we can then, um, you know, have another, I guess, another meeting at another subcommittee meeting to um, talk about the feedback. Yeah, because when it when it comes to the vocational mm -hmm. school, obviously projects have to align with their curriculum. So I can certainly check in with um, with uh, Luce Bagnola over in Graphic Arts. Um, and, you know, whatever we need to do, I just basically just need my marching orders and we'll go out there and do what we got to do. Okay. Okay. So at this point, we're going to keep this in subcommittee. Is that what I'm hearing from my committee members? Say that again, Kathy. Um, are we going to keep this item in subcommittee at this time until we get the poll from the student body? Um and just clarification from uh, construction and craft labor and graphic arts. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. there is a question about timing, and yes. I'm not I'm not sure we're clear um, about what the timing should be. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if do we want it in place so it's there for um, the opening of school uh, in September, or do we? Uh, is it more important to um, cut costs, uh, include the student body, et cetera? So, so far what I'm hearing is we want to do a little more exploration and we're not, we're not ready to give an okay to a 20,000 20, plus sign. I think that's what I was hearing from some, I mean, some of my committee members. Um, I was, you know, I was asking for, you know, a ballpark figure, but um, it seems as though, you know, from what I heard was that maybe more exploration, um, you know, I would be amenable to, you know, to having it ready for the first day of school, if, if we can do that, and we can, you know, maybe get the polling information from the student body and have it ready for the, for the um, June 14th meeting, and we could share out the results 
with the full committee mm. is that I, I would I would really like to, you know, to really move forward with this project. Um, can we, you know, can, I would like to make a motion to do something like that. Um, so motion to get the polling from the student body. John McLaughlin reach out to just, you know, find out for sure. Can construction craft labor do it? Yes or no. You know, with graphic arts, Mr. Fallon, he did speak already and he mentioned that it was out of his realm with what they could do, but maybe there are some things that they can do that could cut some costs. Yes, and with the pricing, the pricing may be just the manufacturing of the sign. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't know if it included installation. And then the other question is if it included the electrical work. So I don't think it did, but I'm not certain. The pricing information um, it definitely didn't include the electrical work, but it did include the installation. You know, this is where we really need a company to step up and make a donation. I don't know if the class of 2021 has had time to raise enough uh, uh, money to get their little logo on the bottom, right? Gift of class of 2021. Mm -hmm. I, I think, Mr. McLaughlin, uh, we have to say this sign, a gift of the class of 2021. We don't want anyone to think they gifted the high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't want to be responsible for that gift. Thanks, Jeff, for saving me. <laughs> okay, Kathy, I think um, yeah. it's, it's 6.04 now. Yes. Um, so, you know, Dr. Cushing, do you think it's possible to get the polling done before the June 14th meeting? Yeah, I we can definitely do it next week. Okay. Um, and what, the way my, my thinking about doing it is, um, you know, um, I have to go back and look at the options, but I would say if there's that top sign option and uh, that glass option with the bottom give kids multiple choices so if they want to kind of like make you know the sign a little bit different it then it just puts more ownership in the students hands great and then we can just you know i'd like to just motion that we um to to show the committee members um the sign ideas that we you know visited this evening and we can hear their thoughts and we can share the results from the student body poll and we can talk about the the pricing estimates that we received which will you know um and we can go from there and mr mclaughlin anything that you can find out any additional information you know please you know let me know reach out to me um i appreciate it so is there a second on that motion to um share this with the full committee um on our june 14th meeting Second. Second. Okay. And so I'm going to take the roll call. Um, uh, Mr. Russo? Yes. Uh, Ms. Vandekloot? Yes. And Ms. Kretz? Yes. So we have three in the affirmative and zero in the negative. So the motion passes. Thank you. Okay. So we're going to move on to the next. And the next discussion was just um, John McLaughlin was just going to go over um, some of the work that they did on the front entrance to just, um, you know, kind of rejuvenate it. Mr. McLaughlin, if you could go over that. Oh, sure. A, a couple of years ago, I had the landscaper come up and, um, you know, obviously down the very, very front of the driveway at Steve Miller driveway on the left side. If you're coming up the driveway towards Mefford high school, there is a, a monument there. And uh, over the years we've tried many, 
many different uh, approaches to try to, you know, put some flowers down there and, you know, just try to make it a, a little bit more appealing just as you uh, come in the driveway about, I think it was about two years ago, I met with the landscaper and we put some more hardier flowers down there. I think that there's some, there's some pictures that you have, but I mean, it oh, yeah. comes down to, and, and, and I will say too, that Aggie, um, Aggie Tudin in the forestry department came up and they, you know, they, they, they uh, did some trimming in the area just to try to open it up a little bit. But I will say, I mean, our biggest problem is obviously water and getting water to that area, whether it, you know, obviously sprinkler, I mean, it hasn't, it hasn't rained right now for like almost two weeks. So, I mean, there's been nothing uh, to rejuvenate it. So we just basically just kind of been doing the best we can Today, uh, uh, we, uh, Chad uh, had some of uh, the, the vocational students. We have bought some mulch and he spread some mulch around the front to get it ready for the summer. And um, I mean, it's just, it's just a, you know, it's a cost factor, obviously, uh, uh, to, uh, to, to put a sprinkler system down there or whatever. And then it's a maintenance factor. And then, you know, a lot of times in the winter, the corners is where they pile the snow. And, 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 and a lot of times that ends up being where the snow gets piled up. But um, basically, I mean, we've been just trying to do the best we can to make it a little bit better. We just repaired the fence on both sides uh, about a month and a half ago. So um, that's about it. That's all about that's really all I can add to it. And, you know, unless there was some type of. Uh, um, I know I, I have, I've spoken with the DPW and they may be getting some kind of a tool that digs underneath sidewalks so that, you know, maybe there may be a sprinkler system option at some point, but I don't know any pricing information or whether the DPW could uh, uh, even help us at this point or whether they, they did obtain any of the um, equipment to do uh, that stuff because we also met with Chad because Chad, yeah, one point out in his uh, uh, courtyard in the vocational side, they had sprinklers that I think they I think they got destroyed by the science lab project when they were digging out there. But um, so he, you know, he and he mentioned it earlier too as well, how he, you know, wanted to get hardier plants that uh, don't need as much watering. Thank you. And yeah, thank you, Ms. McLaughlin. And uh, Dr. Cushing, I do have the pictures that John shared with me. Would I be able to do the screen share again? Okay. 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 And so these are the pictures that Mr. McLaughlin sent to me. Um, it's, I think there's just the one here that I brought up right now. That's one angle. Um, let me go here. It looks great. It, it looks absolutely beautiful. I, I couldn't believe it. Um, that Oh, we're going to get to that. Sorry, I'm ahead of myself. Um, so that that's one angle. Um, there's three just different angles, but it looks it looks so beautiful. I, I can't believe it. And um, let me just bring up another one. Hold on one moment here. Let's see. Oh, here we go. One, two, one. Okay, so this is one of the pictures here. This is all three of them together. Okay, very good. Okay, so what you can see is there was right here, I'm kind of like with my mouth showing you, there was a broken fence. And um, we reached out to the mayor's office and the city engineer's office. And um, I believe the DPW um, was able to 
help assist with that and get that that section of the fence uh, broken. That was we, broken hired, we did. Have, we did hire. We did hire a, a McDonough fence to replace oh. it. And, and Aggie actually, Aggie Tudin actually had the forestry come up and uh, eliminate any of the trees that were uh, potentially uh, uh, near it that could fall and damage it. Thank okay. you, Aggie. Thank you, Aggie. I see you on the call here. And I, I have, <laughs> I keep on doing this with the pictures. <laughs> Wrong picture up again. And thank you, Aggie, for everything that you did to help with this project. Um, I know we were emailing and Ms. Montello, I don't know if she's on the call, but she was extremely helpful and she brought this to my attention and she said there's a very you know nice easy quick way that we can you know beautify the front entrance corner would be by fixing that broken fence section and then just you know beautifying it a little bit with some you know like with the mulch or with some fresh plants and it, it looks beautiful um i really think it looks absolutely beautiful when i saw the pictures today i couldn't believe it i said oh my gosh it looks so nice and um and and then i i was doing a little bit of googling myself and you know because we have you know a lot of the same situations that we have at the high school at my house we don't have much irrigation so you know it, it looks nice and i think some low maintenance natural looking flowers you know are you know they, they look really nice and um hopefully that we can keep it looking that nice where it's like the front entrance everybody sees it and it's the first thing they see when they come to our school. So I'm so happy with all the work and all the help that we got on this. Thank you, Mr. McLaughlin and, and Ms. Aggie Tudin. Thank you so much. I really appreciate all your help. If I may just add, Kathy, too, and I yeah. think Aggie can correct me. Um, as far as trees at Mefford High School, I think within the last year, we've planted around 16 trees. I, I want to say around 16 trees, new brand new trees. Uh, that um, working with Aggie, they've uh, they've planted up there last year. Yes, John. Um, uh, if I can jump in here, congratulations! Yes. It really does look great. It, I went by the entrance today, and it's such, it's such a refreshed look and so welcoming. Um, thankfully, the dead trees were removed, the fences fixed. That you know, the plants look great. There is one shrub on the right, a small rhododendron. I think that's gone, John. I don't. I think that's a you know, can just be taken right. out. But, um, I kind of, I kind of, I didn't want to put that one in the picture, but yeah, you're right. We can replace that rhododendron. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> the others are lovely. And um, uh, I will say, we, I believe we planted um, 18 trees at the high school in the last year and a half. Uh, last fall. And also um, for our day, which was the last Friday in April, we planted uh, five red maples along the island on the, um, West side of the school, of the high school, and a Princeton Elm in the, at the front entrance. So um, I checked on them. They're doing well, miraculously, because we've had no rain. But, John, if it's possible um, for people to get tree, get water into those gator bags on the trees, that would be very helpful. Um, but sure. I made a note. I'll ask DPW if they can um, include, if they sometimes send out the night watchman to water. So if the watchman can come by and fill those gator bags, I'll, I'll see oh, okay. that's happening because that will really help. And if they're there, maybe they can water the plants at the, at the monument, the new plants. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Good job, everyone. Great job. Thank, Thank you. you. I know. Teamwork. Thank you. Thank you. Does anybody have any questions? I just have a quick question for Aggie. Yes. Um, yes. Mr. Um, I mean, sorry, Mr. Russo. That's fine. Um, uh, it's, 
does the city plant many maples or I, I feel like when I walk around, I never see maple trees in any of the newly planted trees. And I walk a lot. Is there, do we just not plant maples for a reason? Do they get too big? What's the deal? Yeah, good question, Paul. Um, as a matter of fact, we plant, I think mostly, could be the majority that we plant are, are red maples. We plant, okay. we plant, um, we go for diversification of species, which is the, you know, correct environmental um, uh, way to do it. But we, I think we planted 24 varieties last year, which is great of trees okay. and we had about uh, six different types of red maples uh, and we of course we don't plant Norway maples which are the invasives uh, they're illegal to buy or sell in Massachusetts and that those are um, you know uh, um, it, they're um, <laughs> but we do have we do have lots and lots of um, red maples we don't plant them under wires so if okay low, that might be yeah you know I'm in the hillside and every tree is under a wire, even all the new trees. <laughs> so maybe that's what it is that, you know, cause I was, I'm just walking around and I listened to an audio book about maple trees and I'm like, but I, and so I was observing all these trees that were planted in like the last decade. And I'm like, I couldn't find a single maple tree to be, mm. to be found, but I think it is the wires. I'll, I'll have to send you a map so you can find them on your walk. <laughs> we, we plant, generally we plant flowering ornamental trees under the wires because they don't get so big and we don't have the, the issues that arise when they get mature and too big. Thank you. Mr. Cushing, I saw your hand. Go ahead, Mr. Cushing. Yeah, would, uh, you know, if in the future there are any sugar maples available, um, you know, the you never know, the CTE program might offer a horticulture program in the future. Um, and that would offer, uh, you know, one thing that students would be able to, uh, you know, learn how to do the sugar mapling and things like that. And, you know, I'm actually being serious as across the Commonwealth, there are many communities that there are many schools that are offering horticulture now as an option. And so anything that could be native close to the high school uh, might be a positive benefit, just something to possibly think of. But I know you can tap other maples other than just the sugar maples, but that is the more traditional. Peter, that's a sweet idea. Uh, <laughs> Paulette, you're so with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, like, I'd like to, I'd like to uh, have us have a horticultural program, but that's a topic for another meeting. Right, and arboriculture too. I always try to encourage young people to go into that. Anything in the forestry related fields is, um, is, is uh, very exciting and um, especially for women, a great, great career for women. Uh, but yes, um, some of the trees that are the red maples that were newly planted on Arbor Day, um, two or three of those are a cross between a red maple and a sugar maple, so I'm sure they could be tapped. Are there any more questions? Yep. It's 617. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ms. Tootie. I really appreciate you. I'm sorry, Aggie, uh, yeah. for being on the call today. I really appreciate everything that you did. And Mr. McLaughlin, thank you so much. And so, yep. So we're going to be moving on to agenda item number seven, um, Medford High School restrooms. Um, so we, we spoke about this um, over several meetings and um, the mayor had made a uh, resolution on the February meeting um, that she would like to, you know, to have these, the, the high school bathroom project started. Um, so I wanted to know, where are we with this project? Um, 
and um, did did the did the bathrooms go out for RFP, the ones that we voted on to get re, you know rehabilitated, go out for RFP. Dave's on the call. Mr. Kress, I, I, I can start that answer. We haven't okay. put the RFP out yet. We're waiting. Uh, there's a few RFPs that are lined up in a queue, and our hope is that they all go out before the uh, end of the fiscal year so that the work can be completed over the summer. But I, I we, we've had a little bit more of a challenge than I would have anticipated receiving accurate quotes. Um, we're going to work on that over the next couple of weeks. And it's primarily been held up in my office based on the conversations that we've had with some of the folks uh, at the city, but I, I do anticipate that an RFP will issue prior to the conclusion of the school year. Okay. Fiscal, um, fiscal year is really more what I'm worried about than this school year, but um, I anticipate that will be, and, and the hope is that the work is completed over the next three months. Okay, um, thank you. Um, Cause I do want to make sure that, you know, it, ideally it would be ideal if we could have the work done over the summer while yep. the students aren't in school. Um, so, and I, and I understand there's a lot going on and it's your first budget year. And um, it's just, I, I can't believe how fast time's flying and it's already the end of the school year. Um, so, you know, I really appreciate if we can get the RFP out as soon as possible so that we can get the work going um, over the summer months. Absolutely, we agree. Okay, great. And I, and I apologize, Ms. Kretz, I'm on a, a second, a, a simultaneous phone call as well, but I, uh, if you need me again, John can, or Peter can certainly get a hold of me. Does anybody else have any questions for um, Mr. Murphy regarding the bathrooms? Okay, all right, so we're moving on to- Thank you. Yep, thank you, thank you, Mr. Murphy. We're moving on to agenda number eight, the solar speed signs. And I think you already saw a sneak preview of this, of the sign because I accidentally shared it. So I'll share it again. So hold on a minute. Um, and so Mr. McLaughlin sent me the picture and the speed sign it's installed and um, I'm sharing this, the picture now. Well, that's know. directly in front of Medford High School, right at the corner, mm -hmm. just beyond the, uh, just beyond the uh, crosswalk. Now there's also another one up in the back in the vocational school uh, mm -hmm. behind where the, the, the cabinet shot shop is. And mm -hmm. it's pointing up towards the back for people coming down from uh, the field area. The third one will, will be installed at the Andrews. Uh, Joe, Joe has some time off that he was using, but he know we, we discussed that he knows exactly what, where he's going to put it. So I'm anticipating that the at the Andrews in front of the Andrews coming from Riverside Ave will be installed shortly. Okay, thank you very much. Does anybody have any questions? And they have set for ten miles an hour. Excellent. Just so thank you, know. you. Set for ten miles. Okay. Does anybody have any questions for Mr. McLaughlin? Thank you, Mr. McLaughlin. Really appreciate the pictures. Okay, so we're moving on to agenda item number nine, the Medford High School hot water system. So this item, we haven't discussed this item yet. Um, I did find it in the city of Medford's uh, capital improvement plan on, you know, page 41. And, um, you know, I, um, I asked John McLaughlin if we could get some estimates, which he did get and he shared with us um, the estimate from Urban and Sons estimate um, for the hot water system is 
$171,644. And it's, you know, this is something that, you know, we will need to replace. There currently isn't any hot water in Memphis High School. So we're going to need to definitely replace this before the students return to the high school in September. Um, so Mr. McLaughlin, I'll turn it over to you if you could, you know, maybe just, you know, go over everything with us. Um, I would appreciate that. Sure. So basically the heat exchanger inside a 50 year old hot water tank rotted out to the point where um, it's, it's no longer useful. So at this particular time, the back half of the building, uh, the kitchen, the pool, the gym area doesn't have hot water. So I, um, our contractor, Irvin elect, uh, Irvin Plumbing, I sent for them for a quote. And as I was sitting back and thinking, I thought of our friend Alicia Hunt down at city hall who gets grants and who looks for rebates and does all that happy stuff for us at the schools with our lighting and our Andrews school and projects. And um, she is actually on the meeting. I did have, a, I did go uh, with uh, Josh from B2O uh, yesterday and he had a team of engineers that were uh, scouting out the location and scouting out the high school for uh, you know for the replacement i think alicia you can jump in whenever yeah. you would like yes go ahead sure. thank you so it perhaps um would be helpful to give some of you some background i other than paulette i think that um this some of the, the what's going on here predates most of everybody um so we actually had a whole building audit of all of our schools back in 2009 to look at what, what was there, what needed to be done, get estimates. And it was actually B2Q that did those back then. And they're also the engineering firm that I've been working with on the solar and energy project at the Andrews School and at the DPW. Um, we're contracting with them to do some HVAC management at the police station and the library for now. Um, so I actually said to Josh, you know, you know this building or you have, can you take a look and see? Back in 2010, we got a Green Communities Grant, and what we got the money to do was to take our hot water systems, both of them off the steam system, and put in high-efficiency hot water systems. Um, and we hired engineers, we had it designed, and I, most people don't, aren't aware of this, but most of the building, the domestic hot water in all the bathrooms, is on one system. And then the cafeteria and the uh, locker rooms, including the pool area, are on a different hot water system um, in different parts of the building. So we put the whole thing out to bid to be, become more energy efficient, high efficiency systems and in 20, 2010, 2011, because um, it, it was a big project, it took a while. And it came back as much too expensive. It was way more than our grant was. So we put it back out and only did the front half of the building. So all the bathrooms, so everybody should be rest assured that your kids going to the bathroom, washing hands, they have hot water. It's a separate system in the front half of the, by front half, I mean everything except the cafeterias and gyms. Um, so that system's there. This system, we decided we just couldn't afford to do it. Um, and actually the back half has one part that does the locker rooms and the kitchen 
And then the pool is actually a separate hot water heater. So the pool's hot water is still working, but for example, the um, showers are not. Thankfully for COVID, you don't say that very often, um, people using the pool haven't been allowed to use the showers all year. Um, so it's not impacting our, our, our current use of the pool. It would under normal health condition, health regulations. Um, so anyhow, I basically said to them, we need to do this. The system that's there is from 1969, the hot water exchanger, heat exchanger. So the idea that you would just quick get a new one of the same thing and stick it in there is perhaps not even possible, let alone clearly would not necessarily make sense. Um, so there is plenty of space back in that area. Um, there should be no problem to put a new hot water heater in there and just abandon in place the old giant tanks, which are quite impressive looking. That's actually what we did in the front um, boiler room where we have the front ones. Um, the, the piping and all is such that it shouldn't be too hard to do this. However, we need to size hot water heaters for what we need. If we, one was to just put in tanks of the same size as the 1969, we would be paying for massive overcapacity. Um, so we actually can't just say, we'll just put whatever that is in. We wanna just take a quick look at what is going on with the, um, the locker rooms, how many shower heads are there? What do we legally have to support? Um, so I'm reaching out to the health department just to say like, what do you guys consider still active? Um, Cause it's a health department regulation. Um, and the kitchen, in addition to the kitchen, we, as this is an aside, but hopefully everybody's seen, we got a grant to put in a commercial dishwasher in the cafeteria. So we have to take that into account, the amount of water and how hot the water will be for that. Um, so we need to look at that um, and what else the kitchen needs and then scale the hot water heaters appropriately. So we're not paying for, you know, double, triple the size of what we actually need in that space. Um, we believe we can manage to not, so adding a bid process to this would add four to six weeks to the whole process. And we need this working for mid-August. Um, so I've been speaking with Josh. They think they can get us a quote tonight for their services um, and then get it turned around pretty quickly. We spoke with um, procurement. John had reached out to them about how fast can we get this done. Mm -hmm. As long as the labor is under $50,000, we can go with three quotes. But like I said, we can't just say, put in hot water heaters. We still need a detailed specification of exactly what they're installing in that location and then get three quotes on that and have them break out equipment and labor separately. And that, that will be so that if the labor is under 50,000, we don't have to go out to bid on it. Um, we've talked about an emergency waiver um, and I, it might be possible, but in my past experience with emergency waivers and things like heating and hot water, you have to just replace like for like. Like when we, we had an issue at a fire station six years ago, we couldn't like upgrade and put in a better system with controls. They said you just have to put the bare minimum in. So we might have some difficulty here asking for an emergency waiver because we, we can't replace what's there with exactly the same thing. Um, so John's been, John reached out to me on this quickly. We've been trying to move very quickly on this, um, 
but I don't want to lead you astray. I think the $170,000 that it's going to be at least that much. Um, because I think that the, when we put it out to bid, my memory is that I, we had a $250,000 grant and I remember thinking, oh my God, this came in at double what we have. And that's why we split it. Um, so I'm hoping that we can keep it under $200,000, um, but we should be prepared that, that this could in fact be, and it's honestly, it's not, not, not a negotiable, like, can we just put it off? Because there's a there in the kitchen. Yes. Yep. Thank you so much. And, and I agree. It's something that we, we have to act on. Um, and I'm, I'm ready to, you know, make a motion that we, proceed with the replacement of the of the Memphis High School hot water system. And, um, you know, we're going to move this project over to our sub our regular meeting for a full committee vote. And just to be clear that that quote is was just sort of an estimate. So it could, it could vary. Um, and the other thing that I realized you had mentioned, and I didn't touch was just grants. Um, we definitely can get a little bit of money from National Grid for in rebates and incentives on this. Um, we'll try and maximize that. We have some good people over there that we work with on the money side. Um, but I don't, it's not possible to get a grant in this time frame for something like this. The grant process, so like it, it conceivably could qualify for a Green Communities grant, but that round opens in September and we wouldn't be notified till December. Like there are no grant opportunities that we could pull off in this, in this time frame. And we're only eligible for $100,000 this year. So it's, I just wanted to be clear, like I don't think there's a way we could get a, a regular grant. We can get some national grid help. Thank you so much. Um, do any of my committee members have any questions for Ms. Alicia uh, Hunt or Mr. McLaughlin? No, what do we need now to, to proceed on this? What's our next step? Um, um, so I made a motion that we proceed with the replacement of the hot water system. So what we do need to do is we need to vote on this in subcommittee so that the full committee can vote on it at our next regular meeting. Okay. So that they can, you know, so they need our full committee vote to go ahead with the marching orders to replace the hot water system. And it is, you know, as Ms. Alicia Hunt said, and it's, it's an emergency. We have to have it replaced by August mid-August. So we, we, we have to, you know, so I second your motion. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, so, yeah, yes, go ahead, Mr. Rousseau. I mean, I, I don't really know if anybody here knows the answer. Do we really even have to be involved or vote? I mean, honestly, they can't do a thing until June 7th. That's every day counts as far as I'm hearing. So, so what, what I'm hoping is that the quote for the engineers to get everything the specifications and everything done will be, I'm hoping it'll be under 10,000. I know it'll be under 20. So I'm, I'm hoping it'll be much closer to 10. And I, John and I have talked, I'm not sure if his budget has that to just take care of it, um, whether we could get permission as it could be considered an energy project to do it out of my budget. This late in this, the year, I, I have it left because I was under a funding freeze. And so I haven't been allowed to spend a lot of my budget this year. Um, so that would just to get the, to get us to the place where we can have a quote. So I think that I'm hoping that um, there's the discretion for John and I to go ahead and 
hire an engineer and get specifications together. So possibly by the time we won't have a quote for June 7th, um, but by the time we're ready to get quotes, you will have voted and said, go ahead and get the quotes. Right, but my concern is, um, you know, we have two meetings left. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'd like us, not, not you, but I'd like us to, uh, I don't know if it's our attorney or the finance people or whoever it is, make a decision as to whether we really have to be involved with voting on this. I know we just do it as a matter of course, but, you know, if the RFP goes on, on June 15th and then it comes back on June 23rd um, and we are actually have to vote, well, then we all need to be told ahead of time we're going to have an emergency meeting so we can be prepared. None of us are like hiding away in Vermont next to a river, which I might hope to be doing. Um, and uh, if we are not involved, I'd like us to not be involved, to not clog the process up. I mean, I, you know, we don't get called if the, the electric bill this year must have been shockingly higher than a normal year with all those HEPA filters running all the place. Nobody's, we've not voted on that, we've not been involved. Uh, and so I just don't want us to be involved if we don't have to be. Nothing for you, Alicia, but uh, if John or the superintendent can, you know, and I believe it's involved at once, but if he can get an answer whether we have to be involved, yeah. I'm fine with just voting this up and going up to our June 7th to agree to it. Um, but if it turns out we don't need to be involved, we shouldn't be involved. Because we're all obviously in agreement, we're gonna replace it no matter what the number looks like. Yes, and I think um, Mr. Mr. Murphy, I'm not sure if you're there, but I know that we don't need to vote to send it to Alpha RFP. We don't need to do that. But I believe that we do need to vote to um, to approve the spending of this repair uh, replacement. But I could be wrong. So, um, Mr. Murphy, Miss Krentz, yeah, I, I'm here. I just I, somebody just shut my camera off. If they want to, no, no you want to turn it back on, I'm happy to address that. I, yeah. I apologize. I'm um, attempting to. There I am. Sorry. Um, could you just repeat the last question? I apologize. Yes. Yeah, so, do we? Okay. Do we need the full committee vote to uh -huh. go ahead with the replacement of the hot water system, or can we vote it tonight and then the work can begin before the June seventh meeting? as soon as the specifications are available with um, Ms. Hunt's office. I, I don't, I think that the committee, this is sort of one of those areas in which if the committee does not want us to move forward, you should vote to tell us to not move forward. And if you are comfortable with us moving forward, I think we can rely on the procurement laws as they're written, which are largely administrative in nature to issue the RFP, eventually get a contract, get someone under contract and then complete the work. If I think this is, in other words, like we're going to have to spend money to do this. Our financial position, as you've heard me report in the past, is such that we're anticipating a little um, our uh, surplus for the fiscal year being a little north of where I personally would prefer it to be. Um, so we're in a, a good position to, to to fund this. And I think that we have legal authority to do that. I think the school committee has legal authority to veto it and tell us not to, which I've, based on the conversations I've heard both tonight and previously, there's no indication that that's the case. So um, I think a vote of confidence and an endorsement in the things that we're going to do is always appreciated, but I wouldn't see this as precedent that 
in a situation in which an, uh, a repair of an emergency nature, and I'm not using that term in a statutory sense at the moment, uh, has to get done. I don't think it's that the administration is responsible for coming back and asking the committee for it, provided that there is there's funding available and we're not taking money away from something else the committee has directed us to spend money on. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I just don't want to be us tying you down. This has to happen as it's yeah, and, and we're talking just to be just so I'm I know what we're spending money on, which is some a good practice for me. Um, this is the water heater we're talking about. Yeah, I think for the water heater, the Curtis Tufts boiler, the generator, and the bathrooms, I think you should assume that these are those RFPs are all going out the door prior to the conclusion mm -hmm. of the fiscal year, and that we will be tapping either the um, the, the the surplus funds. Um, or the, the capital improvement funds that are currently, you know, have been or already been appropriated to the district from the city council. And I think in this case, at least in the, in the war, hot water heater, most likely it, it would be the uh, surplus funds that are, we would use. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Are there any more questions for Mr. Murphy? Okay. So we have the motion. We're just going to share the vote at the upcoming meeting. Um, we don't need their approval. So we have the First and second, I don't recall if we took the roll call vote on this. So um, it, please forgive me if I'm forgetting, but I know that I motioned it, Paul, um, Ms. Vandercoot seconded. Um, I'll just do the roll call vote. Um, Ms. Vandercoot? Yes. Uh, Mr. Russo? Yes. And Ms. Kretz? Yes. Okay, so the vote passes uh, three in the affirmative, zero in the negative. Okay, so next we are moving on to similar uh, item, but the Curtis Tufts High School Boiler. Um, so um, Mr. McLaughlin, if you wanted to just, you know, touch on this and um, it's not a full repair, it's replacing sectional replacements. I think you explained it that um, it's not the full replacement, just sectional replacements. So I'll let you take it over. That is correct. At this time, it's not a full boiler replacement. We've found so boilers are made up in sections that are attached together. Each section is attached together. So we found a couple of them leaking. We were able to get the parts and put them on hold this winter when nobody could get parts. We were able to get them. We found them somewhere in Maine, somewhere far away, and we were able to get them. And then we put them on standby because we did a temporary fix so that we didn't have to shut the heat off in the building. The fix held. So now summer's coming along. We'll be uh, getting ready to do the fix. Um, we'll, I don't really know how much it's going to cost, but I'll obviously ask our contractor uh, how much it's going to cost. But a lot of the items in it, in it and just kind of piggybacking on what Dave said, Murphy said, we bring these to you guys because we want you to know that, you know, that there's, there's a few uh, issues in there that we need to solve uh, the problems. You know what I mean? So it's not a question of the vote for this and the vote for that. But we do have the subcommittee meeting so that I can uh, tell you guys what's been happening in our department and things that, you know, uh, that we need to look out for and things that are coming down the pike. Uh, like, you know, it, I mean, even if you wanted to jump on it, and I think Dave already said it, you know, all the RFPs are going to go out for those three projects, Turner Tufts, the generator, you know, and then uh, I was just letting you know on the back end that the pool roof, you know, we had a, uh, we had a temporary repair done on the pool roof 
I had him come up. I had him come in and um, uh, have a look at it and give me a price on the replacement of the roof, which is, will have to be replaced. It has a temporary hurricane bar on it right now at some point. And unfortunately, the price was you know, a lot of money, $25,000 to replace that section of the roof. Now we have a temporary uh, hurricane bar on the roof. Uh, you we, cut out and you took, said the number conveniently. Oh, I'm sorry. It was 625000 I think, was the quote, something like that, uh, in that vicinity. So uh, so we have the number. We have a temporary fix on it now. It's just the informational that, uh, you know, it's coming down the pike. Who knows? Maybe there's an MSBA grant. I mean, we were going to try to get an MSBA grant to replace the high school roof, but our roof wasn't old enough. But maybe there's something out there that can help us. If not, like I said, we do have a temporary fix. I don't believe it's leaking in the pool at this particular point in time. Um, I know that the, the, the underlayment, uh, the deck did get wet because of the, uh, the nature of uh, the problem up on the roof. But it's just, uh, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things that certainly does it have to be addressed today? I don't know. But does it have to be addressed? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So for the, um, so, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to, for the process we've been following is like a motion to, um, to go ahead with the sectional re replacements that you need to, to, um, to, yeah. to put in for the Curtis Tufts hot water heater. Uh, right. for the same we already reason. purchased this. Oh. We already purchased the sectional. So right. we're just going to have to pay the labor to have them installed. So I, I don't know if, be that much. I, it might even be an operational uh, uh, budget expense, truthfully. Excellent. Okay, so this was more of informational, and so yes, you get to go ahead to um, to go ahead with the the labor. Obviously, we need to get that done. Um, do we? You know, a motion to go ahead with the labor. Is there a second? I uh, second. Okay, so we'll do the roll call vote. Uh, Mr. Russo. Yes. Ms. Vanderclute. Yes. And Ms. Kretz, yes. Okay. So the next item. Oh, yes. You're, yes, Ms. You're at 6.45 just for. And we are, Mr. McLaughlin already went over the high school roof, which was informational information. And we have just two items left. I believe we're going to make it because um, we already had a preview from Mr. Uh, Murphy and Mr. McLaughlin that the RFPs are going out for the generator. I just wanted to just have the discussion with Mr. McLaughlin and the high school transformer, which he also, you know, gave us a preview at the pre-budget meeting. So we've heard about that. Um, so Mr. McLaughlin, um, you know, at our last meeting and a couple of meetings before that, um, we've discussed the generator and that it's extremely important. It's not operational. We've got the estimates. It has to be replaced. If we lose power, there would be no heat, electricity, et cetera, et cetera. So we all agree that, you know, we want to go ahead with this project. And I don't think we need to have further discussion on this because we've already had discussions over the, in this school year, every subcommittee meeting I've been on with the building and ground. So at this time, I just motion that we proceed with replacing the Medford High School emergency generator, which we know is already going off for RFP at the end of this uh, fiscal year, I think Mr. Murphy said. So um, is there a second? Second. Okay, roll call vote. We have Mr. Russo. Yes. Ms. Vandekloot. Yes. 
And Ms. Quitz, yes. So we have three in the affirmative, zero in the negative. And we have our final item, which is the Merritt High School Transformer, which we did hear a preview about this um, at the pre-budget meeting. And the estimate on this is on a repair is um, $19,027. And it's um, the transformer is out. And and John, could you just touch on that? Just I I, yeah. I just I know that it's out and it needs to be repaired, but I don't quite really know what a transformer does. Could you just share that? Okay, I'd be happy to. So the transformer yeah. is working. It, it, it is working. It okay. services one third of Mefford High School, which would be the main electrical junction comes in. It goes into the transformer, the, the transformer. Transformer distributes the power to the breakers to the and, and then it goes out and um, and, it, and it obviously does one third of the building electrical system. It is working. It is operational. Has a leak. There's an oil leak um, that potentially years ago they used to have PCBs in them. Whatever that so PCBs were dangerous. So a long time ago we had the PCBs taken out and then they put in another oil that may have. Um, over time, loosen the seals. So what had happened when we did the, um, uh, I had an audit, insurance audit, we have them every year. They had suggested that we test the oil in the system. So what happened was, is I had, I, I, I waited for them. They sent me a test kit to test the oil to make sure that it was okay. The electrician at the, that time, he went and he looked at me, thought that the oil was a little bit low and he didn't want to test it with the oil that low. So then I talked to my electrical contractor who turned us on to uh, this particular high power person that would come in and do the service and, and uh, get the generator uh, going. I just want to, I just have to make sure, honestly, I just have to make sure that the 20,000 meets procurement specs that I can, that I can actually hire somebody and bring them in for 20, or do I have to bring it, push, uh, put three quotes out there? There's a possibility I might have to put three quotes out there. Um, it's definitely on the radar and it's definitely going to have to get done. And, um, and we're definitely going to, you know, it's definitely going to information um, to the committee just so that, uh, you can get a little bit of an idea. Uh, and I think, you know, but a, a little bit of an idea what goes on in the life of, uh, buildings and grounds uh, and, uh, and, and the areas that we touch, but it's certainly something that, uh, you know, we're going to have to take care of it no matter what. Thank you very much. Um, are there any questions for Mr. McLaughlin on this? Thank you. So I, you know, just following with the process I've been doing, um, I recommend and I motion that we go ahead with giving John McLaughlin, Mr. McLaughlin the okay to, um, to repair the transformer. Second. Okay, and I'm going to do roll call vote. Um, Mr. Russo? Yes. Ms. Vandekloot? Yes. And Ms. McLaughlin? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so three in the affirmative, zero in the negative, motion passes. Um, I'm just going to, I checked my emails. I don't have any emails from anybody. Um, I did get the email from Mr. Fallon. He shared the presentation with I'll share with everybody and just wanted to note that all the estimates, all the presentations are in the folder that Susie created. Thank you so much, Susie. You were extremely helpful. I had so many attachments and, um, and um, pictures and everything was included. And that 
that's it. If there aren't any further questions, um, I motion to adjourn. Second. Okay. Um, roll call vote, Mr. Russo. Yes. Ms. Vandekloot. Yes. And Ms. Kretz. Yes. Okay, the meeting has ended. Thank